0: Episode number 166 of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, we're standing at our desks as uh, as we have done in the last couple of weeks. Um we were actually going to record on Valentine's Day, but we 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 forgot we've got wives that we need to we need to serve, not service. That's the wrong, the wrong phrase. We, we need to entertain, so um, yeah, we're now recording on a Wednesday, the 16th of February. So, tell us how you get how are you for the last two weeks? And uh, I see you've you've also had a haircut too, a, a go faster haircut. So, tell us all about what's been happening in the last two weeks.
1: Hello, Kyle. Good evening, listeners. Yeah, so it's it's been a couple of weeks, hasn't it? We had um, last week we were just I had one of those weeks where just Ugh, everything was against me. Work happening, and, and anyway unfortunately, the podcast has to drop. But yeah, it's life is good. I've got a haircut, which is uh, which is which is good, and um,
0: it's, a, it's a great it's a great hairdo for the podcast. Thank you very yeah. much.
1: Thank you very much. Um, and of course, Kyle last week was speaking to uh, none other than Jenny Selman. So very excited to get Jenny on the show this week. I have I wasn't I haven't heard this yet, so I'm very excited to hear it. We've been oh. Jenny's been on the list for a long time, hasn't she?
0: She has. She's been on the hit list for a long time. Um, but yeah it was it was great to catch up with Jenny last week and yeah a huge talent in the in the certain certainly in the months and the weeks and the years to come, that's for sure. Mm. Um so yeah, have a listen to that if you I don't know how long in the interview will be, but if you don't want to listen to our dribble, just fast forward.
1: So can I ask, can I also i I was thinking about this the other day when I was out on my run. Is Jenny the shortest distance athlete we've had on the show? Oh. So we've gone from we've gone from oh. having uh, of having an Debbie. ultra athlete coming on talking with uh, talking Debbie about Mark uh, Zanger. the spine race with Debbie That's Mark and, right. Sunny. and now Jenny, that must be the biggest contrast we've had in terms of distances. What do you think?
0: Oh, now we have to, we have to go back to our archives, I suppose. Then 800, um, <laughs> I'm not sure we've had an 800, 800 meter runners on. You'd think we would have. Well, Jake, you could class kind of Jake Whiteman as a as an yeah, fair, uh, yeah, true. Uh, who else have we had on?
1: You would probably say Jake is 15 though, if you had to put a distance to him,
0: yeah. Uh, Chris O'Hare, right? He's nice, a 15, 15 guy, isn't he? Yeah, um, might it might well be, it might be actually, yeah, which is
1: cool. So, what a a, a person to get on to, what an an accolade that is, absolutely. Music to my ears getting back. I mean, no (laughs) disrespect to the ultra runners, it's great, but uh, (laughs) exactly the to get back
0: on track. (laughs) Don't you worry, I'll find a 100 meter runner somewhere in Scotland. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> indoor get somewhere in there what is it indoor is it
0: indoors what 80 sure. meters? 60 Do you know, like, 60 80 come on Have you never Sorry, run indoors before?
1: 60 meters is that the shortest distance on in athletics the 60 it's meters awesome. indoor yeah,
0: 60 meters would be yeah unless you i mean you could i was going to say you could count like the long jump and you know, it <laughs> makes sense <laughs> your long jump doesn't you know it's only like 50 meters but anyway
1: so on a, on a similar subject, what is happening at the moment in, in the real world is also the Winter Olympics. And this always makes me think about a, uh, a debate that's quite often raised, rears its head in the world of athletics. Cross-country running
0: at the Winter Olympics. I've always thought, I mean, surely that's a no-brainer. So was that not like already agreed? Was it not Was it not going to be happening somewhere? In, in, was it not going to be in France? Was that not going to be the first cross-country race? Am I just making stuff up? Am I dreaming again? Am I? You mean at the at Paris? Yeah. So not when's the, Is the Winter Olympics coming? You know, not Paris, but yeah. Uh, oh, do you know? I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm sure I heard something about cross country at the Winter Olympics in France. No. I mean, I don't even know whether... this is. This is horrendous. Um, I don't know
1: where the next one. Oh, if I'm honest, I don't really care about the Winter Olympics. You know, <laughs>
0: hot take it's
1: not as good as the summer games. Let's be quite honest. No offense yeah. if you're a diehard ski jumping fan uh, listening to TRS. So I i have no idea where the next Winter Olympics is. It seems to bounce between Chinese and Russian venues these days. The next summer games is, of course, in Paris. Um, I know there were some That's new, there. some cool new sports coming in, but I didn't see cross-country running on the list.
0: Ah, there we go. So Paris 2024. Oh, no, sorry. I'm thinking uh, this. Um, the the yeah, Olympic Games they've confirmed it won't be there won't be cross country running in the Olympic Games summer one not the winter one so apologies that's where I was getting my uh, the my uh, the method and my madness there but so.
1: you're you're not a million miles away though because here's a bit there's a bit of uh, stats I've managed to pull up so cross country running is featured in three Summer Olympics 1912 1920 and 1924 now 1920 oh, really? was in Paris and it was Pavel Nurmi Finnish runner who won the individual title, and he won it again in 24. Which I think 24 might have been London. Anyway, um, 23 of the 38 starters failed to finish the race due to extreme heat and poisonous fumes from a nearby energy plant. Subsequently, <laughs> cross-country running was dropped from the games and has never returned.
0: Oh, what? So, is a start. Well,
1: I mean, uh, anyway, that, I, I just think we all love cross-country, and it would be... Oh. At the Winter Games, it would be such a cool thing to see people running along boggy... Snowy fields,
0: ah, oh, it'd be it'd be brilliant to see, wouldn't it? I mean, it, d- it depends where you go, though. You know, if you're if your your Olympics is in in Australia, you're not going to get many boggy fields, are you? But I mean, but, you, I, mean, you, I would think know.
1: the Winter Games will never be in Australia. Well, <laughs> that's
0: true. Well,
2: maybe maybe I, New
0: Zealand. I've got to say I've been loving the Winter Olympics. I mean, BB, the the BBC coverage has been great in terms of yeah. maybe not the live coverage, but the the highlights on BBC iPlayer have been awesome because you can get like you can watch the full event or you can watch like a 15 minute um you know the highlights of the 15 minutes and in, in 15 minutes of like that that some of the finals and uh you know my, my wee man logan he's uh he's loving the figure skating is you know, which, which is which is you know perfectly acceptable i mean you know it's it's great viewing in, in, yeah. in, in many ways uh very very He's two and a half years old. He's doing all his dancing. He's doing his y stands. He's twisting, cool. jumping, all that kind of stuff. It's been there. So you know, you never know. He might be the next sort of figure skater on the on the Absolutely, ice, you'll be a proud prepare.
1: father of the nineteen. <laughs> what it'll be Like the nineteen forty. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, the two thousand forty-four Olympics. <laughs> That's right.
0: That's right. Anyway, let's let's go back on the running then. But now it's been. Um,
2: How's your couple
0: of weeks of running been? it's been all right um um what, what did i do uh, let's let's rewind a wee bit so my in terms of the the consistency from the last time we chatted it's still still there um I'm, i've got to say i mean i i don't i don't like to be too positive about things but i like to you know bring, give myself credit where credit's due I, i'm in, i I've, i haven't felt as good in running for that probably the last three or four years, I'm ah. feeling really, really good in terms of maybe not all out speed, but certainly um, just I've got no injuries. I've got my hips are nice and open. There's no pain when I'm running. I, I just feel like I'm getting somewhere with running again, and, and I haven't said that for a while. I've always been, I've always felt like I've not really had. I've just not felt I've been improving as much as I really should do. And obviously, you know, having the, the kids, like I've just found I've, I've been more, I mean, I'm still able to devote a lot of time to them and, 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 and work. And, but I just feel I've got, I've just got, I'm just getting better sleep and I'm, I'm just getting the, the training in. I'm more motivated. I'm, I'm not feeling groggy in the mornings as much as I do. Even I haven't even taken my mouth shut yet, Tom. Uh, oh. And yeah, uh, and, and I'm feeling not bad. I'm eating better. I'm not eating as much rubbish. I mean, I'm still drinking a few, you know, a few tinnies and stuff. But you know, other than that, it's uh, everything just feels like it's just clicking into place. And the mileage at the moment is bang on. You know, I'm hitting my sweet spot of about ninety. Uh, I did a session at the weekend. I did two back to backs. Well, I did a park run. I don't know if I told you. I don't when when the last time we chatted, but I did a wee park run there when I when I had my stag do. Last week, um, on York along the York course, so that was good. I got a uh, 1541, 1542, something like that. 1542. Nice, very um, quick. I felt like I went, some boy went off like an absolute rocket. Yeah, uh, my first mile was like 455, his was like 448, and you know, he ended up trailing behind me in 16 flat. So, nice, you know, he, 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 but it was quite nice because when he caught me, well, when I caught him he tried to hold on to me. I tried, I managed to do a little surge, Tommy. Wow. while since I've done a wee surge and then I just like gapped him and then just tried to work hard into the wind. And, and then, you know, the last sort of 400 meters or 800 meters was into the, a, a tailwind. So the conditions were quite good. There was, um, there was two tailwinds, one headwind. And I think on a, on a really calm day, I think, I'd probably be around 15, 1530 shape, which which is still okay for it's still half my PB. It's well my 10k PBs. it's not even my split for a 10k, but I'm not I'm I'm not a 10k runner at the moment. So but I'm happy just to get the speed. And then that was probably like the first time in a long time I felt I've got speed that I can now translate into the longer distances. Um and then some of the other sessions I was doing, I did a 16 by a K. 45 50 second recovery and 320s are in the, the transport museum in Afford, just the racing track there, which is oh, exactly yeah. 400 meters. Um, so uh, yeah, I just felt that wasn't too, it just felt nice and easy. It, it, it was tough by the last couple, but just I, I know I'm in a lot better shape than I've ever been, uh, especially in the, in the run up to a decent race. Uh, and then on, on the Saturday. I did a 20 mile, it was meant to be 25 miles, Tommy. Uh I ended up getting to 80 miles and I bonked. I think it was a bonk. I I, I didn't know if it was a bonk. What what uh, do you
1: think the issue was? You not enough fueling or
0: I didn't, I didn't I had passed the night before. Uh and then I had crunching that cornflakes, and that was it. That's all I had. I didn't take any any fuel, not hydrate enough. Uh I just I, I thought it would be okay to run. What was I running? 620 per mile or something. I just didn't have enough fuel in me. Uh so when I got to 18 miles, I was just a mess. I think it also helped, it didn't help that I ran into the headwind. There was a whoever of a wind on Saturday in, in the wind. Uh, and I maybe just pushed it too much into that. And then I just suffered later on. And I I I got I got to the point. I was like, I, I was questioning my training. I was questioning like, have I done have I done enough long runs? Um, and I thought I've definitely I've been doing long runs you know not huge long runs but I've got the volume and why why the hell was it such a rubbish run Uh, and then I was like you you know what it's like and I'm sure listeners do you question why why you're doing what you're doing Uh, and I was like am am I am I am I have I passed it you know have I am I able to do this 100k in April and then I was just getting all these weird questions I thought right just just, you know, do your 20 miles, you know, I kind of jogged in for the last couple of miles, and then Sunday came about, it was a calmer day, I went, I thought, you know what, if I want to get a controlled back-to-back weekend, go to the Transport Museum, run around the track there, albeit many, many, many a lap I'll I'll be doing for 22 miles, Um, the chances are you'll probably be fatigued, you won't run as fast, you'll barely hit the paces you were doing yesterday, even though because you've got that 20 miles of fatigue in your legs. Um and uh and I fueled a lot better. I made sure I was hydrated and I, and I, and I started doing some fueling as well whilst I was running on the doing my 22 miles and that I, I felt amazing. I felt I felt so strong throughout the race throughout not race, the race. Throughout the run. not <laughs> in my head, it's already a race. <laughs> uh I, I started off at like 620ish and then I, I managed to just just get not faster i wasn't meant to be a progressive but i i was able to just tickle tickle the top of six minute miles and it just it just felt really really good and it just gave me a lot more confidence you know compared to the day before where i was thinking this isn't for me this you know um so yeah anyway that's that's my that's been my training and great uh, so what are you you knocking out as a mileage at the moment weekly it's about 90 about 90 miles a, a week at the moment um I think, as I said, I think that's my sweet spot. I know there's there's people who who do more miles than me, less miles, and I'm not a believer in low mileage or high mileage. I, I'm a believer in the the right mileage for that particular individual, and mm-hmm. what works is is something that you you find, in, 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 you know, throughout the years, you you know yeah. what what your optimal mileage would be, you know, and and I'm sure you're the same. You know, we've been running for for many a decade right. now, eh? Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's it. That's, that's about it for me. What about I think you? I it's
1: looking good. I've been very, I mean, you can, obviously the things like that, that park run, I, I suspect you were in fast shape, which, and that, that's, that is a great run. I think, I think you're shipping it really well. And you've still got, first week of April, so you've still got, what, six weeks? A bit
0: six weeks, yeah. Six weeks, yeah. Loads of time to get fit. Ah, oh, well, I'd hope so. I mean, it's... Um, bitter, I should say. Yeah. fair. yeah, I mean... It's obviously like it's it's all well and good running, saying I'm running really well, you know, at these particular times. And we were chatting about it earlier, you know, like Strava's incredibly awful or great for telling you how fit or not fit you are, because it's yeah. up to you how much you put onto it, and you know how you, you can you can have this amazing run, but people might have thought my Saturday run was okay. it it looked okay in paper, but when you break it down, it's, uh, Mm. it was, there was a lot of light and that's the great, that was the perfect thing about the run on Saturday. I'm, you know, I'm I'm so happy it happened. If that makes sense that I had a bad run
2: because
0: Mm. uh, I could have thought, you know, usually maybe in a couple of years ago, I would have been able to run without a lot of fuel and then maybe even run based on, because I'm more fat adapted, for example, you know, I'll be able Mm. to burn more fat, less carbs and, I wouldn't have bonked as much uh, at that given pace, but clearly I'm not. You know, I've still got a little bit to go in the next sort of few weeks to to get to that stage potentially. Um, so yeah, it was good to. And that's what training runs are about, isn't it? Is to to practice your, you know, try and train your weaknesses so they become strengths later on in your, you know, in your training block in your race and goals. So
2: absolutely,
1: yeah. I fully agree. With you. I think that the, you know, it's the last thing you want to do is leave, I think you leave your, leave your race on the yeah, after track. Yeah. Oh, no, you know, and that, that's the, you see a lot of people peak yeah, too far yeah. before races and the mar- a number of times I've seen marathoners, people who look like they're in amazing shape two, three weeks out. And it's, it's an art
0: to peak on the right day and that get that command yeah. performance. So I think yeah. you're, you're shaping it well. So, yeah. So yeah, and I'm, I'm happy enough. Um, still a lot, of, still a lot of things I need to improve on, but, yeah, I had a good run on the the treadmill today. I was going to go outside, decided not to. I did a wave run, and you know, looking at the paces I was hitting a few months ago compared to now, it's just definitely in the right the right shape. So,
2: okay. uh, yeah, yeah. So, what about you? So, well, I was how, gonna say,
1: well, firstly, listeners, if if you, anyone has been living under a rock, um, you will not know, but basically, Kyle's heading towards the Anglo Celtic Plate, running for Scotland again at the start of April. That's what this hundred k is. And my question was going to be. So you had the you had the the bonky run on Saturday. What's yeah. the plan then to to make sure that doesn't happen on the day?
0: Just just to eat what I would do in race day. Like I should have okay. porridge and peanut butter, bananas. I should have hydrated the night before instead of drinking okay. beer. Uh, <laughs> you know, which clearly can hydrate dehydrate you. Um, drink more, stretch. Man, I, I was okay in terms of stretching, but um, just and is your race
1: up. day is your race day fueling going to be different? We can talk about it in detail another no time, but at the moment, do you foresee anything different than you did in Dublin that you want to test in training, or are you happy, tried tried and tested approach in Dublin, you're going to go again?
0: I think, yeah, good question. I think, like, I've done quite a few ultras now, and every feeling's been slightly different, and I think it's good to have a, a, a template, an outline of what your feeling should be, but I kind of like to wing it in a way as well, as long as I'm taking X number
2: of, <laughs> of carbs,
0: you know, and uh, I think, I think, you know, it, it can go, it can go good or bad. You can have a plan of I'm going to do this during my, my, my race. And, and it might not be enough. It might be too much. You might still get gut issues, but I, I'll, I'll do some like longer runs and just, because obviously I'm, I'm now like, you know, the last hundred K that I was, pleased with was uh, in in perth in 2019 i think and uh you know i, I don't think my fuel no i can't even remember what i did so <laughs> um I, down. Trying, yeah i probably have written it down somewhere um mm, but okay. it might be completely different to that
2: because
0: mm. I'm, I'm three years older mm, so your your meta- metabolic your gut might be slightly different. It might absorb slightly differently and quick, you know, slower than maybe it did before. It might even be more efficient. I don't know. So Interesting. yeah, Um and it'll, yeah, I think yeah, I'm not not sure how that will go yet. But I, you You've know, got I, time. I can I, I I can eat anything without puking up. Really,
1: that's a pretty good skill to have for a for an ultra runner.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's a different time of the year as well. Like last year was in August and it was a warm day, whereas this is going to be.
2: Uh, April, April a bit cooler. Quite cold. Mm.
0: Um, but I, I, it'll be good fun. Good, good to uh, practice it on there, you know, in some of the longer runs I do and see what happens.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, that'd be good. That well, yeah, that's that's cool. It's it's got yeah. it's coming. That's cool. So, yeah, what about you? So, how are you? How are you getting on? I feel like I've got been like, oh, I'm doing it amazing. My training's going amazing. Yeah. So, but, uh, <laughs> if you want to see yeah. the other side, you ready for the other side of the coin, listeners? <laughs> I you know
1: I'm not in bad I'm not in bad shape. I'm just bringing up my Strava now actually and again, you know what's quite telling you know i I've barely looked at my like Strava I upload stuff and name it when i finish it but I don't really follow my training as such, which yeah. kind of has said where I'm at and I've had ugh, I'm someone who honestly I've found since we moved to Paris and work, you know we the the hours here are generally longer and I'm working generally later. so what I really relied on last year was getting my runs in with a work commute. Yeah, yeah anyway being back not in the office so much that's kind of kiboshed that a wee bit um so i'm i'm realizing i need to actually really make an effort to fit my training in so i've started getting a few lunchtime runs in again even when like i'm you know i'm trying to block out my calendar one day a week to say look i'm not yeah. taking any meetings between 12 and 1 because i need to i need to get running on on that day so it's getting better and and actually i've done so I go back, yeah. Well, since we spoke, I've actually done park on both weekends since we spoke. So you
0: did a, wee, a cheeky wee park. It was a win again, wasn't it? For um you're
1: this year. Oh, no, not at all. I, I've, I'm doing basically when I turn up that I know them quite well now, which is another reason I do it. The parking community is great. But I turn up and I know a few of the guys and Simon uh, Messenger, who organized it, who's a great guy, also organized <laughs> that fast 5,000 I'm going to do in June. His yeah. wife, she's there, and a few others, and, and a couple of people started saying to me, "Is it a fast one or a slow one today?" Because I seem to be alternating between, even if I'm doing an easy run, I'm just going along, doing it as part of the park run, yeah. and running it in like 20, 22 minutes. As I kind of, I mean, that's not easy. It's more steady, but it's it's fun. Um, so I'm I've been bring your your run Britain rankings all the way down, man. Wow, yeah, but I'm I don't think part one counts anymore, does it? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm also in 74 part ones. I'm a dad's on 74 <laughs> part one, so oh, it's like you a race to yeah. 100. Oh, I need um, to get your t-shirt. Yeah, true. That's more important than the run Britain ranking. So anyway, I feel oh. like I, I feel I feel quite um, motivated again to get back into shape. I'm doing quite a lot of steady sort of runs just to stoke that aerobic engine a bit. And um, the knee, mm. most importantly, is holding up. I'm doing a lot of pre-run activation. now on it. I'm I'm trying to keep up the strength, the strength and conditioning. It's not really. It's not perfect. I still feel pretty awkward when I run. I said this last year. Like the handbrakes on, I'm not smooth occasionally it comes in um i've been doing i did hill reps on the weekend i'm doing maybe like i'm doing 50k a week and and honestly that's partly trying not to load it too much but i'm also just i'm in that place where i don't have a i'm 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 not chasing after a training as such so i'm hoping to step up within the next few weeks um and uh yeah i did i you know not really much to say but um, we're still heading towards end of end of march this qualifier the last chance saloon to get uh, to run sub 34 to qualify for the French champs which is in the second weekend of April so I, I think I think I can do it I think I can get myself into that sort of shape um, it's and then hopefully then the extra few weeks till April I can get into even better shape for the French champs and then in June I'll be all set to go for um, to go for the fast 5000 and try and run a 5 k PB. so it's all a right.
0: bit of a it's, yes it's a five it's a 5,000 and track. Right, yeah, yes.
1: So I'll be getting a pair of uh, dragonflies. Of oh, course. I need
0: to get the drag, the get the the dragons out, like.
1: But you know, my biggest sort of reflection in the last few weeks is I'm doing. I'm someone I've spoken with this on the show before. I like to rotate my shoes. I really enjoy running in different shoes and just trying new shoes and stuff. But in the last six weeks, I've run all my runs except two in a pair of in my pair of Brooks Hyperion Tempos. I've said this before, and I just love that shoe. I see it, it feels like the sort of natural air to the pegasus turbo which i was such a big fan of and it's just yeah. it's pretty low profile it's got a nice i think it's nitrogen infused foam i think so it's quite a soft yeah. light foam bit of a bit of you know like the, the turbo was it you know had the zoom x but not in big stack it was really soft yes. but soft but firm if you want to pick it up no play and it's just i just love running in it. i'm doing everything and yeah. i'm doing my steady runs in it my sessions in it my easy runs in it um it's great. So I, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm wood. I, I seem to be, my knee seems to been holding up with it on. So I'm, I need to just keep plodding away. Um, it's funny. Is- uh, I've
0: been, been like listening to, watching, and watching, maybe Debbie has more than I have, but she mentioned there's a couple of runners. Uh, I think Laura Waitman, for example, He's uh, coached by Steve Cram. And mm-hmm. she runs all our, as far as I know, she runs all our sessions and, um, not Pegasus, yeah, Pegasus. She does her fast training, she, she does her fast runs, her easy runs, everything in you know, her Pegasus. And then when she goes <laughs> in, you know, when it comes to race day, she's got her, you know, she's got her bouncy shoes on and she's she just feels electric, which is quite a nice feeling. I, you know, I think traditionally back in the day, you know, when I was running, you know, i do my, my easy runs in a cushioned shoe. Maybe some of my training runs, like my faster runs in a cushion shoe, but then the odd session I would get my my spikes on or get my racing flats on. And you would, you know, back back in my when I was a junior, I mean, I didn't couldn't afford a huge number of trainers. Um mm-hmm. and uh so you would always, you know, you keep them for special days, but it was such a nice feeling to just go into a race wearing your spikes or wearing your,
2: yeah. your racing
0: flats. You just feel so much faster. And I think there's something in that. I think maybe just now a lot of people are running and they're running in their carbon shoes in all their faster training sessions. Maybe even some of the easy runs. Yeah, and then come to to race day, there's there's no like nowhere to go. Nothing's different. Maybe you've tapered, but I think there's something in wearing your 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 outfit, your run, your race outfit on race day. Train, you know try it out again. but I'm, I'm certainly I'm a big believer in in doing that. I think from a not just from a kind of physical performance point of view when it comes to sticking them on for the first time in a while, but uh, but just you know from a a mindset point of view, it's it just gives you that extra edge and that bit. Of exactly. Confidence.
1: I think if you take like marathon training, I always think if I get up to like I typically only go to like twelve miles at marathon pace in a marathon block, and I, that's a session you start. I always. I come out of it's yeah, I'm happy I've nailed it, although usually it's more of an F than you hope. And I always think, God, how am I gonna run another 14 miles at this pace on the day? And I yeah, and I really like doing it. And okay, I know the plate is a plate, even though I'm doing it in like a socky speed. I, st- I know that's giving me a, a boost, but I still yeah. like knowing I've still got to put on my next percent or my yeah, or yeah. my uh in my case, your the skies. Team.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Skies. And I like knowing that I've got that. So when set, you know, I feel like it's great to put them on and smash a session but it's also nice to know that when you've nailed the session you've still got that in your locker. Yeah.
0: yeah. You still got that card to play. Yeah. You can take out your uh, you know not only you take out your time running shorts you take out your Yes. Your Zoom your Zoom is out you know your You're offers. Out, yeah. yeah.
1: So um <laughs> anyway so that's that's where I'm at. I'm I'm uh, I'm in the yeah, I'm in the, the Brooks Hyperion Tempo and I'm going to buy a new pair actually because I'm on about 400k in the ones I've got and I worry that Brooks are going to do what every shoe manufacturer does now and re-overhaul it or
0: something? Well, talking about shoes, um, but well, I, when I was in York, I, I took the opportunity to run to the York outlets in my long run on the Sunday. Um, and, uh, uh, I, I got into the outlets thinking there's not going to be that much. Uh, I even took a little bag in my, my pocket in case I got stuff. So I'd run five miles back to the travel lodge and, uh, uh-huh. I got there and I looked and I thought, you know, there's probably gonna there was some decent deals on, on shoes. Like Pegasus 36 was like 55 pounds, you know, for wow, which was great. But I, I and then when I was, I was just like, do I need these? And there was another pair of the Nike um, you know, the night trail shoes you get. What are they called? When, um I think it's, I think it's begins with W. Maybe it doesn't, but it's a uh, night trail shoe yeah. waffle or something mm-hmm. that's called. I don't know.
1: I, the, oh, the what? Yeah, waffle was the sole, was it They had.
0: I don't know, but anyway, and you, I remember them coming out, and they were ridiculously expensive. Uh, they were like fifty quid, uh, but I didn't buy any because I looked at myself and thought, "Do I need these shoes? I've got plenty of shoes that I haven't even barely even worn." And then, and then I looked uh, on the shelf, at, and there was nothing in UK nine, as always. But there was a UK seven four percent vaporfly. It was like what? Yeah, no, I couldn't believe it. And and I was just like, my god, like the UK seven mens. But I mean, a, a female could use them if there's not that many guys that are UK seven. But um, yeah. but it, it was like, um, it was was it forty percent off? So it was, it was like seventy pounds for this four percent vape, four percent vaporfly. Wow. I, original invest. I, I was itching my head, going, well, "I wasn't itching because it I've got fleas or knits or anything." But um, thinking, who, who, who do I know who could wear these? So I'm like frantically trying to call Debbie, saying, "Do you want a pair?" And then actually, I was like, "No, nah, Debbie, you don't need a pair. You've got about three pairs that you've never used yet
2: because yeah. she's been,
0: you know, she's had kids and she hasn't done a race yet. So I was just like, we don't need these shoes. Like we don't need to buy them. It's not gonna, yeah." I... I and maybe maybe you're different because you love shoes. You know, you're like the 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 male version, the running version of Celine Dion uh, when it comes to shoes.
1: But you know, at the moment, I'm chomping. If I if money wasn't an object, and unfortunately for us, all it is, I would want to buy. I'd love to get a pair of the Adidas Takumi Sen, the new one. Which oh. the reviews of that apparently it's just like a joy to run in. Oh really? And I I really like the. I want to get a hold of that just to try it. Like I bought, as I said, to you, I bought the Meta well it's a Christmas present the Meta yes, race, but, which I love it's a great it's just a fun shoe to wear and I, I like so I'm, I think I'll, I'm probably going to go to a partner this weekend as well so I'll probably throw that on and just bounce around and oh, uh, yes. it, you know that
0: yeah I, I would I would love to just
1: I mean just try I mean try different shoes all the time it'd be cool
0: oh it would be ace we should be a tester we would be, oh, we'd be I, I,
1: You know, I tried to get onto and I did this test program years ago I emailed I saw like they were looking for it so I, I applied I obviously never
0: got never heard back from them well, just, any, any, uh, enough, right? this is our ne- this is another plea again is there any anyone who listens who wants to give us shoes to test to oh. review any any ambassadors from sports shoes or somewhere like that or I don't know you know we, we're your guys there you exactly
2: go.
0: Well,
1: anyway so we're rambling on a bit about us but um yeah. maybe moving on so this week's guest is uh, is Jenny Selman who you'll long term listener on the show will know of because we've we've talked with Jenny a lot on here one of the best track athletes in Scotland. She's kind of, um, you know, having not listened to podcasts, and I don't, I'm sorry, the interview yet, and I don't, you know, not knowing Jenny, I think, I hope she's not offended when I say that. She's kind of simmered at the top of the national, the sort of club game for a while, a name yeah. we've known, but in the last year has really made a step change in performance. So, um, yeah, very excited to hear Kyle's, uh, Kyle's chat with with Jenny. So here we go, Jenny Selman.
0: Okay, so we have Jenny Selman on the show. So we have managed to track her down, and uh, she's sitting straight in front of me just now. Not, not, not in real time, or not, not in real person, but virtually. So, uh, Jenny, thank you for coming on Tartan Running Shorts. Uh, as I was saying earlier, we've been we've been meaning to get you on the show. Um, and one one thing that probably the listeners don't actually know is uh, our coach is actually the same coach, uh, Lewis Walker. So um, that was, it was quite, quite, um, obviously I know, been following your training, following your performances and uh, you've just been absolutely smashing it, Jenny. It's, it's brilliant to see. And you're like the, you, you're like, you, you're like the Laura Muir of, of, of uh, the up and coming Laura Muir now. So uh, long enough. <laughs> I'm then. not sure about that. I'm kind
3: of like the older, <laughs> slower Laura Muir.
0: Not at all, not at all. Um but before we get like kind of stuck into your, your sort of current performances, it'd be really good mm-hmm. to to get to know a little bit about you as an, <clears throat> as an athlete um, in your younger years. So yeah, just tell us about how you got into athletics, Jenny. Um,
3: so I actually joined five AC when I was pretty young. I think maybe about. 10 or 11 yeah. um and I just went along to like the local club sessions um you know on a Tuesday night um and did that for a couple of years loved it um and then um actually back in those days I kind of thought of myself as more of a cross-country and hill runner which is okay. ridiculous because yeah, yeah, now yeah. that's like my worst nightmare <laughs> but there was um right. like I grew up at the foot of the Lomond Hills uh, in Fife, uh, yeah. um, and there was a a Fife AC group that used to go running in the hills on a Sunday, um, and so like I, that was like my highlight of the week, going hill running with the group on a Sunday. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't think I could do it now, but yeah, I loved it back in back in the day. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I wasn't particularly good at running when I was um when I was sort of a kid, and then in my early teens, I was always quite a lot smaller than a lot of the girls I was racing and um, just yeah, like, okay. like a, a skinny scrawny child and um, so I always felt like I was racing people sort of double my size oh,
2: really? um, yeah. and it
3: wasn't really until maybe later in high school that I started to train a bit more seriously um, and yeah. that's when I joined Liz McCoggan's group in in Dundee um, yeah. and that's where I stayed in um, for a number of years so like from the end of high school right through until I'd finished uni yeah
0: okay okay um
3: so yeah that was that must have been about maybe six years or so that I was training in in that group and that yeah that's when I started to kind of make some improvements get a bit better and take it a bit more seriously
0: yeah I mean you you know you're it's it's really it's refreshing to see um you know how long you've been running for as well I mean you've been (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was looking at your power of ten, and uh, oh my gosh, it
3: goes back so far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, one of the one of the first events that that appears in your power of ten. Oh when, no, don't say. It. <laughs> when you're under 13, 30, under 15, was um, pentathlon. So you did, oh
3: yeah, I used to just do whatever. Like yeah. uh, it was probably a school's pentathlon or something. Yeah. Like I used to go long and do you know like the long jump, the shot yeah. put. I mean, I was rubbish at all of them. Um. <laughs> But I just, uh, to be honest, I was rubbish at running as well. Like um, in my, I remember in my first year of high school at Scottish yeah. schools, I entered the 800s and I'm pretty sure I was last by like a significant margin in my 800 heat, not even the final, like the heat. <laughs> <I
2: know.
3: laughs> um, so yeah, like I did all sorts of stuff, you know, ranging from like long jump to random hill races, but um, yeah, wasn't particularly good at any of it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean even you do you did hundred meters as well. And uh you've got some speed on you, you know, as a as an under 17 back then as well. Um but uh yeah it's it's some it's some resume and it's you obviously did a lot of races, you know, as you were coming through the ranks, which is which is great. Um but yeah, you've you've kind of you've tended to stick to the the shorter distances um right through until until now, you know. and Obviously, you've done some, as you said, some cross country races, some some five Ks and things like that. Um, but yeah, your your progressions just been been phenomenal. Um, now, just I suppose for some of the listeners, you might be like Jenny Selman, uh, but you you, you were all you were Jenny Tan before you got yes. married to Dougie Selman, who's also yes. your you know he's a, a fantastic uh, runner in his own right as well. I've, <laughs> I've laced up many many a race with him as well, so he's. Uh, yeah, so you're, you're certainly in good company. That, that's for sure. Um, so, so what do you like? You know, what what do you make in terms of your your sort of longevity in the sport? I mean, what's
3: um, well, I don't know. It's a difficult one because you know there's obviously a lot of athletes who are competing at a high level for a long time. But I kind yeah. of feel like um, there was a big gap in the middle where I was pretty slow. So, that's I mean, cool. as a um, sort of in my late teens I started um progressing a little bit I started making like Scotland teams I ran for GB at the Euro Juniors um and like at that point my times were like decent enough for um, my age and then after uni um you know like when you sort of come out of the university bubble and you have to get a job and live in the real world and balance training with work and train by yourself and injuries and you know just all the other stuff that comes with being an adult (laughs) Um, there was like a lot of very average years in between and then I've just sort of in the last year or two picked it up again so I don't really know if I am like a good model for <laughs> a lengthy career because actually in the middle there was a lot of very average performances. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. but I think like I probably still run just because I like fundamentally enjoy running. Yeah. Um like even in the years where you know my performances were pretty average. Um I think I still always like enjoyed going out for a run. Yeah. Um and I kind of in the back of my mind thought if I could get back healthy and fit that actually like i would really really enjoy it again um so yeah i think like now now i'm probably at a point where um i don't know i just don't think i'll ever stop running like you oh. know i'll stop racing but i think i'll i'm the kind of person who'll just like always run because i just like fundamentally enjoy it and i think that's probably the most important thing for people um if they want to like you know keep running for a long time, is just finding something that they enjoy, you know, finding an event they enjoy or a group they enjoy training with. Um, so that, yeah, the, the fun's the most important thing, I
0: yeah. Think. Okay, no, that's, that's really refreshing to hear. Um, because it, it, I suppose it can be quite, you know, uh, laborious to just go out, you know, just keep doing the same old, same thing, you know, and and and, and it's it can be quite tough just going to the track when you've got certain sessions that you have to and do and run with and there's not really any flexibility with that but you know obviously you know you've been as I say we've been, been in the sport quite a while now and you, you're working as well do you mind telling the listeners what, what what you do or what is it you're uh
3: yeah so um oh, I hate this question because I always wish that I did something like you know simple that everybody could understand I wish I was like a teacher or a doctor or something uh-huh. um so I work for Edinburgh Leisure um, okay. yeah. which is the leisure trust yeah. in in Edinburgh. Yeah. um and i work as their funding manager so right. we okay. basically have a big program of projects uh-huh. um that look at making sport and physical activity more accessible to people who might face barriers to being involved so people with yeah. long-term health conditions disabilities and um, people who are affected by poverty or inequality um and it's my job to essentially find the external funding to run all of these programs. So yeah. I work with um funding bodies like Sports Scotland yeah. or um sort of independent trusts to um, try I, and persuade uh, them to part with their for
2: cash.
0: Athletics Trust Scotland. So uh we, we maybe we maybe talk offline <laughs> yeah.
3: we're maybe doing ah. a similar sort of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just what you said there's you know very yeah very much what, what I'm kind of doing as well so um albeit our, our sort of trust is in there it's early early doors early yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. So, ah, interesting brilliant well it, it makes sense to me that's for sure so <laughs> yeah
3: <I, I>, at <laughs> <laughs> least one person
2: <laughs> <it>.
0: <laughs> you've explained it well too um so uh, you know I suppose balancing your, your you know you've your training your work and you know your, your my life as well and all the other things that come with know being being an athlete in a busy environment how do you manage that you know how how do you manage that you know maybe when you when you first started doing it until till now is has it been a change in in the way you've managed those things
3: um i guess like i've never really known any different to be honest because i've never i've never trained full time i've always balanced (laughs) training with work um I guess I'm quite fortunate in that my job is pretty sociable hours, so it's easy enough to fit in training um, after work. Um, Also, for the last two years, well, since the start of lockdown, I have worked from
2: home, um,
3: and actually I think that's been one of the factors um that sort of helped my running over the last year or so um it just makes training a lot easier you know having the flexibility to go out for a run at lunchtime and um you know i can just like sit at my desk in my running clothes and (laughs) nobody will know (laughs) whereas i couldn't i couldn't really have done that in the office it was a bit more difficult to you know do runs at lunchtime and things like that um so um yeah it's not actually too bad you know it's not like I'm having to do shift work or um, I'm not having to work till like 10 o'clock at night or anything like that so yeah like in terms of balancing it I guess I'm just kind of used to I just have to be quite organized Um, and yeah seems to seems to work okay at the moment.
0: Good good and you know with, with that as well that sort of decent structure you've got you're you're training with the is it the Edinburgh group you're training with generally um yeah so basically
3: Lewis um so like I've been coached by Lewis for years now but um I just kind of trained by myself um for years and or I would jump in with one of the other groups in Edinburgh who did slightly longer sessions they weren't really like ideal for me but Um, you know it was just really nice to have the company Um, but now actually Lewis has taken on a group of girls in Edinburgh Um, so most of the girls are sort of aiming at 8.15 there's a couple of longer distance girls as well Um, so yeah train with them there's a really really strong group of girls and honestly I would say that like it's definitely one of the reasons why I've um, improved over the last year because
2: it's been so
3: great training with them Um, so there's like Sarah Calvert, um, Olivia Vry, um Hi. Becca Johnson. Becca Johnson is like one of the main reasons why my endurance has improved because I do my Sunday runs with her yeah. and like yeah. um if I did them by myself I would just stop early but because we're like running and chatting and um, I end up running further so she is like to thank for my improved endurance um, Yes, and
0: Sorry, I'm sure you need to get her to listen if she already did. yeah
3: <laughs> yeah we shout out. Um, but yeah it's a really really strong group like who else is um, like Holly Page um, and yeah, he yeah, came yeah. fifth at Bucks at the weekend yeah I saw he that was, yeah like, really good over the hills and yeah. the mud so yeah. there's, yeah, there's a really strong group of girls that Lewis coaches now. Um, and yeah, it's just like, it's just a brilliant atmosphere at training. Mm-hmm. I think we're all like pretty supportive of each other. Yeah. Um, and it just makes going to training fun.
0: Do you know what, as well, though, you know, it must be hugely inspiring for the girls, like seeing your performances and, you know, almost you're like the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> do
3: you know, I think we, I actually think we all work really well together I in guess. training. Yeah. Like we've got different strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. So mm-hmm. do you know, like, we can all kind of help each other out in different sessions. Like do you know in the winter um, sort of the depths of the winter when we're doing cross country sessions, yeah. I'm like I'm not very good at them. So um I can kind of like tag in at the back. And then sometimes when we're doing faster track sessions, they can tag in by me. So um yeah it works really well.
2: Yeah.
0: I kind of I kind of know some of the sessions that you already do because you know this doesn't give away all all the secrets from <laughs> from what you do but uh I kind of you know used to coach coach Mark and um Mark Mitchell and obviously Dougie too and uh so yeah so and Miles I think
3: Miles Miles, does like relatively similar sessions to us yeah
0: Yeah. uh so like yeah talk talk us through some of the the sessions that you've been doing you know in the last sort of few months that you think were were the uh, it's probably a silly question to ask because you know, it's probably a combination of things from years of running and, and, um, and, you know, training with a a really good group. But, you know, I'm sure there's maybe some sessions in there that have, that have worked really well, potentially.
3: Yeah. um, Do you know, it's funny, because I don't actually think, like, I can't really pinpoint many of my sessions, I would say are
2: particularly stand out.
3: out. Um, (laughs) And I think it's just because over the years, my My training or like my approach to training has changed quite a lot. So like when I was younger and I trained with Liz's group, I just went eyeballs out in every session, you know, like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I'd be trying as hard as I could. um, And we'd basically all just be racing each other.
2: Um, So like my,
3: so my sessions were like very up and down. Sometimes I would absolutely smash it. And then I'd come to training the next day and just be absolutely exhausted and have to drop out of the session. Um, and now like i'm uh, i think i'm a lot more sensible (laughs) i can't really afford to do that anymore because my body just couldn't recover um so now i would say a lot of the time i just kind of train at like 80 90 percent um you know every so often i'll really try hard in a session um if it's like a key session um but a lot of the time i'm just kind of running quite within myself um so like because I do that I can't really think of many sessions where I'm like wow that was that you know that really yeah that was, a standout um, one. Yeah. Yeah, that was really stand out but then at the same time I also can't really think of any sessions where they've been terrible mm-hmm. so um they're all just kind of like <laughs> it's a bit boring actually like it's not a very exciting way to train but I feel like um once you kind of hit your like late 20s 30 like it's really difficult to smash it in sessions and then still be able to like run the next day yeah,
2: so yeah.
3: I'm the
0: same. Um, I I completely agree with you it's uh it, it can be so hard just to get up and just do a recovery run like I was like yeah, I yeah. Think when I was like in my early 20s just doing a session and then being able to just run you know so much faster compared to my recovery runs now I'm just like oh yeah, you get a bit more wiser too, eh?
3: Yeah, I'd like my recovery runs now are definitely like nice and easy. Um, so like most Mondays and Wednesdays, I run with um Dougie and our friend Callum McKenzie. I don't know if. Oh you yeah, can... Callum.
0: Yeah, I went to uni with Callum. Yeah. Oh, he... did
3: you? Okay, yeah. So uh, he lives really near us. Um, ah, okay. So I do quite a lot of runs with him and Dougie, and it's just like nice, chill pace, Aye. chatty. Um. And yeah, I think that helps me recover for like the next session um, because my legs feel um, like we've actually had a break. So yeah, my training's, like not very glamorous, to be honest. Um, It's all just kind of like solid.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I I, some of some of the sessions it gives me, I'm like, that's not glamorous, you know. You're brutal. At least brutal in paper, and it's brutal when you run them. And it's like, you know, some of it, you know, is 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 um, is is quite you know quite interesting and you know trying to hit that paces and things but yeah no it's uh super interesting is you know your your build to, to to current you know your current fitness and performances so talk us a little bit about you know that the last sort of you know when, when you thought there's been a breakthrough in your running when when did you kind of realize hold on i am think i'm going <laughs> in the the upward trajectory here this is this is great like did you get that did you get that feeling at any point or was it just like gradual and not really that noticeable or
3: um so I guess like at the start of last summer yeah. um I was kind of hitting times in training that I hadn't really ever hit before um yeah. and then I came out in my first 800 and ran 2-2 which was um
0: which is my pb <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure
3: you could run faster than that
0: <laughs> no no way no.
3: Um, no but like that was a pb and honestly like i i've had lots of problems with my achilles over the years um like just like yeah, about decades worth of Achilles issues. So I just kind of accepted that I was never going to run an eight hundred PB again, and that like my days of faster running were behind me, and I was kind of okay with that. Yeah. Um, and then so I when I came out and ran a PB at the start of last summer, I was obviously really happy and really surprised. Yeah. Um, and yeah, from then on, I think that just gave me a bit of confidence um, that I could actually, you know, potentially start to run some faster times yeah. um, and I think I was going into races um, with a much more like positive mindset knowing that actually I'd like you know been doing some really good sessions and training and there was no reason why I shouldn't be able to you know um try and sneak down towards two minutes or down towards 4.10 yeah. um, so yeah I think I was just approaching races a lot better um last summer and yeah, I just started to to run a bit faster, and then yeah. kind of carry the momentum through to the indoor season um, this year. And yeah, I've run a couple of PBs.
0: Oh, haven't you just like every every week you're trying <laughs> Jenny's Jenny's just got another smashed another time out the out the park. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, um, it must be super exciting to to just. You know, because you know we're all getting getting. You know, we've been in the sport for a long time now, and it's uh, you know, it's a it's just amazing how you think you're you're maybe over the hill in terms of that distance, and you're not, and you're like, wow, this is ace. This, uh, I've got this sort of new lease of life. Um, yeah,
3: like honestly, it's um, like I'm loving it just because, yeah. <laughs> like, I thought that my days of faster running were you know well and truly behind me. Um. And so, like, you, you know, if you'd said to me this time last year you'll run a two minute eight hundred, like yeah. I wouldn't have believed you, because <laughs> um, I hadn't run faster than about two seven in absolutely years. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, like it's really like exciting to be kind of um, approaching two minutes, um, and um, yeah, like kind of being in peak shape age thirty. It's very strange. <laughs>
0: So yeah, I mean that that brings us like really nicely on to chat about you know this weekend's performance at the 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 dynamic new athletics meet in, in Emirates uh, where not only did did you run one race you ran you, you know you 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 ran two eight hundred meters the first you know talk I wasn't there but talk us through like the the sort of the scene of of the event and you know you you it was an invitational meet the first one the 800 yeah
3: yes so basically um so there was obviously the dna meet um, in the afternoon and um i was originally down to run the 800 meter leg in the relay which was at the end of the event um but because that didn't actually it it wouldn't have counted for a time because it was part of a relay um i chose to still run the invitation race, which was in the pre-programme. Philippa Millage very kindly agreed to pace that. Um, So I I did that. Philippa took me through um, sort of 450 absolutely perfectly. Um, So it actually made my job very straightforward. I just had to tuck in behind her. And then when she left, I just had to try and run as fast as I could to the line. Um, So... Yeah, that uh, that so that's where I ran uh, the two minute point seven uh, yeah. in the invitation race first. That's great. Um and yeah, that was um I'm like so grateful to Scottish Athletics for get you know giving me that opportunity. Yeah. Um because I mean
0: that, that event when when I watched the, the last sort of couple of hundred, I, I watched the last couple of hundred before I watched the whole thing. Uh, so it was like a YouTube clip of it yeah. and I thought, she just ran a solo 800 and you know <laughs> that, that got a personal best in you know the commonwealth Games standard i thought what
3: <laughs> i to be fair it wasn't quite solo like Philippa yeah. did help me out a lot um yeah. i think it was like 300 and something meters i ran by myself yeah. but still um, a long way to really yeah like i suppose it's still quite a long way but yeah. um no it was really good to have her for the for the start yeah. um and, and then, so basically what happened after that was Laura Muir pulled out of the Match 800, yeah. um, so she was supposed to be doing the Match 800, um, and I think on Thursday or Friday she pulled out, she's got a back niggle. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I got drafted into MB Laura Muir's replacement, and I was just imagining the look on all the children's faces, like, you know, who'd, who'd come to watch their hero, Laura Muir, and then, <laughs> and then Jenny Selman walks out. Um, <laughs> um and I I just hadn't really been thinking about that race to be honest because it was only it ended up actually only being 70 minutes after the first race um yeah. and I hadn't even like I didn't warm up or warm down between it's races I literally it's just annoying. went and sat <laughs> in the warm-up area had a wee snack chat yeah. to some people and then thought oh call rooms in 10 minutes I better better go and like go in.
2: Move them
3: go. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. um so yeah that one I didn't know how it was going to go at all
2: yeah.
3: um obviously I've never run two 800s that close together um and uh it was I was kind of hoping it would be a slightly slower race so I could just like tuck in and hope for the best um it actually ended up being relatively fast though the Spanish girl took it out quite quickly um and I just sort of stayed in um sort of third position until about maybe one fifty to go and then I don't know what happened but I somehow found the legs to kick past the girls in front of me I think it was just the adrenaline from the first race Um, I ended up I won that one in a 2-4 I think yeah
0: yeah yeah it was uh I I watched that um the highlights of of of, you you know and you just looked fantastic you know and it was it was just amazing just to see that kick after 150 meters and you've just like (laughs) done an 800 you know the girls must have been like she's old jenny (laughs) it was
3: funny when i was in the call room beforehand they were all like wait hold on why are you back here again (laughs) 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 weren't you just here
0: not just done the race yeah (laughs) that's it that's brilliant no it actually
3: felt okay at the time but afterwards i was Absolutely exhausted. Wow. Honestly, I felt like I'd been hit by a bus on Sunday. Um, I am so tired. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm only just starting to recover now.
0: <laughs> just done like a four or four mile, you know, like you know, within... yeah.
3: If you join them together, yeah, <laughs> yeah Look out.
0: at that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, yeah, let's kind of, I suppose, talk us through the, the the first race. Um, where that time is is giving you the qualification. This is giving you the Commonwealth Games standard, which is. Brilliant, and obviously it's early days just now, but um but that must give you a lot of confidence. And it's also the world indoor. Is it the world champs? Yeah, as well?
3: yeah. So and um, the commies time and the world indoors time are really similar. I think yeah. the commies is two one point three nine, and yeah. the world indoors is two one point five. Yeah, um, so You're well
0: within that, you know. So
3: yeah, I got under both of them. um but like do you know do you know what like i like I'm obviously really really happy to to run both of those times, but I'm also well aware that like eight hundred meter women's eight hundred meter running in Scotland is so strong, like yeah. you know you've got Laura and Gemma who've both run crazy fast times yeah. um and then if Lindsay comes back um post baby like you know she's obviously run like phenomenal times as well so you know I'm under no illusion that it's going to be easy to make the team even though I've, I've made the time it doesn't necessarily mean anything so um like, I can just hope for the best, keep trying to get a little bit faster um, yeah. and see what happens. I'm just, like, really happy to kind of even be in the position where, like, I'm in contention for potentially making a team. Do you know, yeah. this time last year, I think I'd run, like, two sevens, so... Um, wow,
0: that's so, uh, like, seven, seven. You no, know, I'm just,
3: I'm really happy to kind of be in the position where, like, it's even a possibility. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think you, you certainly, it's a great mindset and, you know, you've clearly focused very well, and uh, it's it's probably you know a question I, I was gonna kind of slip in there about about coaching. You know how is uh you know how how's Lewis been as a coach for you? And uh, you know, as obviously you know, I've I've been coached by Lewis for about almost ten years. Yeah, about ten years now, and he's given me a, a huge um, boost, and you know, certainly my times have just been sliced completely. Uh, but now I'm getting slower, I'm doing longer distances. Uh, <laughs> but, but anyways, yeah, like that-
3: crazy, ultra. <laughs> <Yeah. history. laughs> My idea of hell.
0: I uh, will soon, Lewis will soon convince you, no doubt. No, but, I
3: don't think, no, yeah. he, he wouldn't. He knows how pathetic I am when it comes to <laughs> mileage. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that'll be happening anytime soon. Nah, nah, good, good. Even the first time he tried to get me to do a 3K, I was like, Absolutely against that. So, <laughs> so you know, I don't, I don't think uh, an ultra is on the cards. Yeah,
0: brilliant, brilliant. So yeah, how how is the coaching kind of relationship been with 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 you? Obviously, you've got that other dynamic with Dougie, um you know, being supported as well by by Lewis. That must be, uh, and and it's obviously you know remote as well, which uh, mm-hmm. which can be quite it would have have its pros and its uh, challenges as well. So you know, how how's that been?
3: So I mean, I guess. Um, Like when I was at uni um, and I got coached by Liz, I saw her, you know, multiple times a week. Um, For a while, I lived next door to her. So I saw saw her (laughs) all the time. And then when I started getting coached by Lewis, it was obviously a completely different situation because he obviously lives up north. I live in Edinburgh. So I hardly ever actually see him in person. Um, And it took, I guess it took a wee while to adjust to that because it's such a different dynamic. Um, And um i know that like some people think it's a bit strange that i i never really see him that he's not at training um but actually like i think it works really yeah. well for me personally um i speak to him all the time so yeah. um he completely knows like how training's going how i'm feeling like we have a really open honest relationship so I, yeah. you know i can tell him if i'm feeling tired or if i've got a bit of a niggle and i feel as if I don't feel as if I'm missing out on anything with him yeah. not being here, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I speak to him so much. Um, yeah. yeah. Sort not... of. You know, on the phone or on WhatsApp.
0: Yeah, yeah. He likes to ramble, Lewis. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yeah. No. I, yeah. I completely agree with you he's he's been fantastic for for my side and he's a great great coach and a a great role model as well for for the sport and certainly for me as well so it's uh yeah brilliant so in terms of like you know looking ahead um it's probably a silly question to ask like short term what what you're going to be looking for um but let's ask the question you know what's uh other than you know the well I state the obvious but uh but yeah just what kind of races have you got lined up in
3: um so i i've actually like over the last year kind of struggled to get into some faster races because okay. i don't yeah. have an agent or anything like that i'm just kind uh. of emailing people myself saying yeah. things like me in." Yeah. um but i've actually just found out that i'm in the um, muller grand prix in birmingham oh, uh, nice. next weekend yeah. so that's a like a world indoor tour gold event um yeah. Yeah, some in the 800s, which is exciting. I've heard that Keeley Hodgkinson's in it as well. So okay.
0: Oh,
2: brilliant. I might be brilliant.
3: quite far behind, but it'll be oh, good. Oh, no, not seasons. at all. No, no. Um, yeah. no just so
2: it. that's,
3: yeah, that's next weekend. And then the weekend after that is the British Indoor Champs. And mm. that's also the trial for the world indoors.
2: Okay.
3: Um, So again, it's kind of a similar situation to the commies in that, like, obviously I've got the standard. I'm quite right. a bit under the standard. But there are other girls who um, I think currently... Uh, the only other person who's run it indoors is Izzy Bothy um, as far as I'm aware Um, but then obviously if Keely wants to run it like she'll obviously be able to run it Um, if Laura and Gemma want to run it they'll obviously be able to run it so it really depends on like who shows up at uh, a trial and who sure. wants to do the champs. Yeah. Um, but I'll give I'll give that my best shot.
0: Yeah. I mean, you have got the world lead at the moment. So that must you must be. Well, I actually don't. I had
3: it for like 24 hours and then um two girls ran faster at the there was like the New Balance Indoor Grand Prix in New York. Oh yeah. Um yeah. and so, but I mean, I think like one of them was an Olympic finalist or something. So like it's fine <laughs> i'm okay with being uh, being beaten by her um but yeah so i've got those two indoor races in birmingham coming up and then i'll probably take a bit of a uh sort of end of indoor season break yep. go back and do a little bit more endurance stuff mm-hmm. um in march and april and then target some outdoor races don't have any plans as such for outdoor races but yeah i'd imagine i'll be looking at both 8 and 15 trying to just run as fast as possible over both if i if i could get the commies time for the 15 as well like that would be amazing but uh, i don't know yeah. i think it sounds a bit fast
0: <laughs> uh, no i mean if you can do a two flat then you know this you're well within your it's well within your reach as well I and mean, that'd be that'd be great if you know if you can secure those and i suppose as well it gives you hopefully more opportunity as well and hopefully more of a window if
2: yeah, um, yeah.
0: there's more athletes who, who do get that 800 times. Yeah. So, uh, but, a- do you
3: know what, like, I, I'm just, like, enjoying the whole process. Yeah, um, and, like, if I made it, it would be amazing. But yeah. if I don't, I'm also yeah. really happy knowing that I gave it my best shot and I can look back and think at least I tried. Yeah. Um, And, do you know, if two minutes is as fast as I ever run, like, I'm still happy with that, two minutes. I don't
2: know. Like, yeah. I think that sounds yeah. quite fast. So, <laughs> yeah, it was it's was a fat.
3: lot better than like 217, which I was running not that long ago. So,
2: yeah.
0: so what about, you know, when once you're, you, you think your eights and your 1500s are over, you know, you, you say you want to be in the sport for a long time. Are you naturally going to be uh, stepping up? The distance or are you gonna uh,
3: i don't know my natural endurance is pretty poor it's oh. improved over the years but it's yeah it's not it's not the best i i don't think i would ever run a particularly competitive 5k or 10k yeah. Yeah. um like i'd love to you know try one and like you know one day run a marathon but it would never be like i'd never target like a super fast time just because yeah. i know that it's i don't think it's in my legs to, to run fast over those longer distances um but i'd like to do them just for the experience
2: for
0: the yeah just for the shits and gigs
3: yeah yeah although <laughs> like is 26 miles really that fun wow. i don't know What's i do it? like every year i watch the london marathon yeah. and i think oh that looks so inspirational it looks so much fun i'd love to do that and then i like think about the fact that it's 26 miles and i'm like mm, actually i don't know if i would enjoy that
0: would i enjoy that or not what does that yeah. uh, you know what, what the obviously dougie he's like uh an exceptional marathon runner 221 220, 221 yeah one yeah um you know what's this what's that relationship as a you know both runners you've obviously alluded to that you do your easy runs together and um does Dougie have an element of of supporting you and vice, vice versa through the,
3: the yeah I think it works well that we both um he's in the background
0: oh is he oh. <laughs> Shout out he's, to dougie. Giving you a,
3: he's giving you a little wave <laughs> um <laughs> okay
0: dougie we'll get you in the podcast sorry i didn't get you on first eh?
3: <laughs> um yeah i think it works well that we both run but we're obviously um training for really different events we're kind of at the opposite end of the spectrum with me doing 800s at the moment and him training for a marathon yeah um like i think his training is mental <laughs> It is, isn't it? like it's just so many miles I just can't get my head around his long marathon sessions um but yeah it works well I think both of us um running we can do a lot of our easy runs together um you know if I'm spending like all Tuesday evening at the track I don't need to worry about you know Dougie being at home by himself with nothing yeah. to do because he's just training as well so yeah, um yeah that works that works quite well
0: has he not uh, tried to convert you to Christorfin yet? No,
3: no, I would never. I would <laughs> never join Christorfin. No, I'm loyal to Fife. Oh, um, look at that, yeah. Yeah, Fife for life.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think I've got half all the Fife Fife listeners have just switched off now and unsubscribed <laughs> to Time Running Show. <laughs> well, uh, well, well, Jenny, bef- before you go, um, uh, I've got some fartlek questions for you. I'm, I'm sure you, yeah, I'm sure you probably. You know what fartlek is in terms of training sessions I'm sure Lewis has prescribed many mm. many fartlek <laughs> um, so yeah just a few basically so what's your favorite shoe to start with let's go for that one
2: um
3: I've recently started doing my track sessions in the Asics MetaRacer
0: oh really oh, yeah and
3: okay. um, so like I never really train in spikes just because my Achilles is so temperamental and yeah. um, but I love them asics mess racer so um like i'm good friends with ailish and she's sponsored by asics right. um yeah. and she recommended them to me and i love them
0: oh nice yes yeah, so nice. i just
3: do all my track work in them
0: oh dear okay so yeah you're training as well as so your races as well yeah, yeah.
3: Um, and i race in the i race racing the dragonflies which oh, have know, been I mean, a yeah. game changer for me in terms of my achilles like uh-huh. before when i was racing in just like regular spikes my achilles would be wrecked the next day Whereas like on Saturday I did two eight hundreds back to back in dragonflies and my Achilles was fine the next oh, day. Like that would not yes. have happened before. So yeah, also yeah. love the dragonflies.
0: Not, there's nothing worse than having Achilles aches aches when you know, know. When you <laughs> still run through it, but it takes you like, you know, for me anyway, it takes me like an hour to warm up. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. You've done your entire run and your Achilles is still not used.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh dear. Uh, so if you were to choose an indoor or an outdoor race, what one would you choose?
3: Um, I, I would probably go outdoor but I do love running indoors I think maybe because I'm small maybe indoor yeah, racing yeah. suits me better I don't know yeah. and there's obviously no wind so so that yeah. is um yeah. a, a big positive Conditions but yeah i still probably go outdoors
0: it, the only thing about indoors is it's so it can be pretty carnage when it comes to you oh. know wrestling and you know getting position and things like how do you how do you deal with that do you um, it, did you do a bit of martial arts when you're you know,
2: younger
3: <laughs> um, like, i mean i've, I've not really had know, that problem for the last couple of races because it's just been me <laughs> so, yeah. um so i might get a bit of a shock next yeah. week when i'm actually surrounded by people and i have yeah. to think about tactics <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah yeah well i'll be an interesting in you know approach as well because you know obviously you've got a decent time and that some in, some of these races might not necessarily be fast it might be more tactical but yeah, i'm sure you'll yeah. I'm sure you'll uh, you've you've got your you've got your ideas anyway. So um yeah. So the next one I've got is favorite session.
2: Um,
3: favorite session. Um I what do I I love a hill session actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I enjoy hill session.
0: Yeah. What's your worst race experience?
3: Oh I've had many. Oh. <laughs>
2: oh my god there's actually too many
3: to mention I've had so many dire races Um, I'm trying to think actually I used to really really hate national cross relays at Cumbernauld uh, okay. um now I've actually I'm a I'm a convert I actually love them now um yeah. because I'm a bit fitter but back when I was incredibly unfit I used to just absolutely hate going back up that second hill uh-huh. into the wind usually um and I'm pretty yeah. sure like there's been times where Dougie's been cheering me on and I've just like
0: He's at the top of the hill, and you're and like,
3: I've just giving him a look. <laughs> I'm like, this is shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used to oh. hate that.
0: Oh, geez. Uh, other than well, other than Dougie, who's your, your running hero?
3: Oh, my running hero. Oh, um, you could see him if you want. Um. Since he's right next to you. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, who's my running hero? Um. Oh, this is really bad. I can't think of anybody on the spot. Um, Dougie, who's my running hero?
0: Oh, here's that <laughs> question. This is like Mr and Mrs.
3: Um, do you know what? Like, this is, yeah, this is a bit... She's not really my running hero, but, like, um, I would say I'm very inspired by Ailish.
2: Ah, okay. okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Just because, you know, like, I think that... She, she's obviously really talented, but she works really hard... She just trains by herself. She's not like sort of, you know, within any sort of like system. She's just doing her own thing with Michael and her mum and bashing out some like ridiculous times um over like a range of distances. Um and yeah, I just like know how hard she works. So yeah, I'd say I'm inspired by her.
0: I like it. That's uh it's uh I don't know. I don't want her to get a big
3: head though, so I'm not gonna say she's my running hero. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um and uh, yeah, a couple more ones we've got is what's your favourite sort of um, post-race treat?
3: Um, I love, Um, there's a donut shop oh.
2: <laughs> in
3: Edinburgh called Considerate. Um, oh, okay. If anyone listening lives in Edinburgh and likes a donut, I would highly recommend. Um, they're delicious. It's right next to the meadows. So ah. like quite often in winter, I'll finish my Sunday long run at the meadows and oh. get, a, get a Considerate donut
0: yes yes yeah to find out how much commission there uh, jenny's on though, Oh, it?
3: honestly if they would sponsor me that would
0: be fast. <laughs> there you go <laughs> all right we'll, we'll tag them right
3: so, <laughs> yeah tag considerate donuts and see if they give <laughs> me some freebies <laughs> yes
0: um do, do you enjoy beer or do you drink or you you know would you prefer not to say since lewis potentially would listen to <laughs> this,
2: but... um,
3: i'm not like a massive drink i'm not i'm not a beer drinker yeah. um i'm not a massive drinker really um like you know a gin would probably yeah. my drink of choice
0: yeah so you've never done like a, a beer mile or? or no
3: i'd be rubbish at that yeah. to be honest i think i'd even be rubbish at that even with like glass of water <laughs> just the <laughs> idea of that much liquid makes me feel a bit sick
2: <laughs> yeah
0: i like it i like it so one final question i've got is um one race what would that race be
3: well, if I could like relive one race or do or like, just, any-
0: Yeah, you've got one last race to do. Um, maybe you have done in the past, you haven't done. What would you like that one to be?
3: Um, ooh, that's a good question. Um
0: the National Cross Country Relays.
3: Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> um when I was a junior, um it was kind of crazy. Basically, like a. Uh, me and one of the girls I trained with at the time, Sarah, yeah. um, I think we were both, we must have both been ranked like one and two um, in the UK for like juniors um, over 800. And we got invited to the Zurich Diamond League final oh, um, nice. to run in like a European junior race. That was so cool. Like oh, obviously it's the Diamond League final. So it is, you know, all the big stars were there. And yeah, um, yeah. the stadium was packed. Um, I ran pretty badly but I, you know like I'd like to go back and like soak up that atmosphere because it was really cool and obviously I've never done a diamond league since.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, that, that would be amazing what a story that would be you know you've you were there as a as a kid uh, and here you are. <laughs> and it the... all
3: went downhill after that. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: sounds ace. Uh, well other than that it's uh, you, we could t- we could probably chat for hours and hours and hours <laughs> and uh, you know ranting about the the terrible the hard brutal sessions that lewis gives us but, uh, <laughs> let's uh let's let's cut it there and it's been a brilliant 45 minutes of chatting to you jenny and um good luck for the rest of the season and uh yeah no doubt we'll we'll catch up in in person at some point and, yeah uh, i'm sure we will yeah and, and good luck to dougie as well he's he's training for a marathon what marathon is it he's training
2: for
3: um he's doing manchester marathon manchester, right? yeah okay. that's at the start of april
0: yeah okay well good luck dougie um i'll pass yeah, it on if you, if one, if you get a sub 220 we'll get you on the show right okay i'll tell him that. <laughs> it's probably gone now is it <laughs> or if he wins it so
3: yeah no pressure <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome well thank you very much uh for that jenny Cheer well thanks
3: very much for having me
0: no problem Brilliant. Thanks again, Jenny, for coming on the show. Uh, yeah, great to chat to you, and um, yeah, good luck for the rest of the season. So, you haven't listened, so we can't even ramble yeah, about I, mean, it, I can't right? even say, yeah, <laughs> great interview, Carl. Well done, mate. <laughs> <laughs> great interview. Great interview. I'll
1: be listening
0: all to done, that done. on one of my
1: uh, runs in the next couple of days. What this else have it. we got then this week? Uh, but, well, I, mean-
0: been, I mean, I suppose we've got two weeks of, of catching up to do, and, and we're going to try and briefly summarize them all, unless there's some of note that we want to, to dig into. Um, so, I mean, do you want to start like two weeks ago? And if you remember what happened two weeks ago, I mean, I, I clearly don't. um us do there's it. There's been man. a lot of, I think there's been a lot of indoor action. There uh, sure has. Which in, in the Emirates, certainly. And there's been a lot of really good international performances. But um, so I think we, we may be starting that. And not, not only then. Uh, obviously Jenny Selman's, run uh, which we chatted about on the podcast uh, we had that dna event that was it was live and um, you can have a look and there's, there's a link to I, I don't know if you watched any of that it was None. an interesting an interesting sort of take on athletics um but it was great to see some invitational some of the scottish runners performing well in some of the invitational events at like that as well um, but in terms of international indoor Last week, two weeks ago, we had Andrew Butcher, he uh, Andy, who's been on the show, Scottish indoor record in the three k seven thirty seven. Wow! Uh, and he, he 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 beat Jake Whiteman as well in the, which which been by only like half a second, not even that. But Jake also got a PB of thirteen seconds off his PB seven thirty seven, which is fantastic times. The other one I wanted to mention was um, someone who we we certain you know who I've I've kind of heard the name, but we have got a, an affiliation with one of our friends, Kirsty, um, who Kirsty Harper, who who mentioned she she knows her mum, uh, a guy called Joe Joe Ewan, Edinburgh AC, who now studies economics at the University of Harvard. Wow, oh, <laughs> uh, I did not know that. Clever, clever, loon. Uh, so he dipped under the at least a four-minute mile mark at uh, a Boston Invitational meet of 3.50, and he got 3.58.87. I think he's, I think he's, I don't think he's under 20 now, but he's definitely in his early, early 20s. So that's a fantastic run from Joe, and that one really w- went under the radar, I think. Um, so yeah, that's the, some of the indoor races. Um, what else do we have, Tommy? Anything else?
1: So, well, what we do have, uh, but it was the week after
0: we recorded,
1: it was the Masters Cross Country, which was hosted in Aberdeen by Metro Aberdeen. Um, I'll rattle through the results pretty quickly that I've seen. So we'll start off with the uh, the over, overall M40 men. That was a win for Ewan Cameron, Edinburgh AC,
0: second place Ross Houston, and third place was Scott Bremner. Um, one, uh, just while you're on that, so, I mean, three fantastic runners. Ewan and Carmen, I didn't know this, but he's ra- he ran a two nineteen at Valencia. Did he? In the forties, yeah. Blame it. Honestly, I'd never heard of him. Well, I, I mean, I think I've heard the name, but I didn't actually realise he was a vet. Wow, two nineteen, good for him. But I, I mean, we we must have we must have chatted about. I mean, maybe it was a sore point, mind you, because you were there, but. Yeah, you were there. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I don't
1: know if we chatted about lunch. Actually, <laughs> we didn't yes. chat about anything. I was—I couldn't be arsed. Was like, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Tommy was in a bad place. No, no one, no one, no no one actually d- thought about telling us. Like you've missed you, you missed yeah. some fantastic results there. Uh, it was too much of a sore point, no doubt. But That's yeah, I, you know, that
1: must be yeah. uh, that must be like some kind of Scot- I mean, I would, I'd love to know what the Scottish V40. Record is or I even right, like,
0: and someone like Fraser Klein, I'm sure he's probably knocked on the door of sub 220s in this yeah. mess a few times. Um, but yeah, it it, it was it, the only reason I knew about it was because Fraser Klein actually wrote an article and he mentioned that he ran a 219 in Valencia, unless it you know I've got that completely wrong, but yeah, anyway, I thought it was hugely interesting. And, you know, second, he did, place he did masters, write 219. Yeah.
1: Are you sure it's the same guy? Because the only thing be. I'll say is on, there's a power 10 for a guy, Ewan Cameron, who ran 219, but his club is Victoria Park and Tower Hamlets. And there's no mention of the. I don't know, to be fair, he's done like some Scottish performances as well. Although the that hope is. for us all, he ran 230 yeah. at London last year. There you go. As, to be right. fair, he ran 219 the year before. So.
2: <laughs> Did
0: he? Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. Hell of a pedigree. Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously Ross Houston's a, a Commonwealth games athlete in in the marathon sub two twenty guy too, uh, and then Scott Bremner. I think he might be a V forty five
2: actually. But uh, yeah, he,
1: uh, Scott Bremner. I, actually, I've I've raced a couple of times with Scott Bremner. A couple, of things, the Great Scotch Half I ran. Yeah, alongside him for a while. So he and actually Scott was was first M forty five as you say. I'll maybe just go through some of the categories because some of the other ones we want to get to. Um, although it's not super easy to do, so, so bear with me. Yeah, so uh, that was M40s. M45 winner, Scott Bremner, Andrew Davis, second place. um Jim Toll, third place, M45. Jim Toll, Aberdeen of course. Is that um, M45, is he? Jim is, yeah. g Um, On the M50, it was a win for Stephen Wiley, Camus Lang, second place, David Gardner, Motherwell, AC, and in third place on the M50... Was Andrew McCray, um, Chris uh, and Carnethy, sorry. Yes. Carnethy, uh, M55. This is a proving a bit of a challenge. M55, Chris Upson, Cambus Lang, first. Second, Neil Kelly, Metro Aberdeen. Great result there for Neil, the father of Jason Kelly, who listeners yeah, will you know all about yeah. through his antics. And third place was also Metro Aberdeen, the legend that is Nick Milosarov, third place uh, in the I... M55. Moving to M60, um, M60 was Jeff Farker, uh, Petrivi, first, second, Charlie Haskett, Dundee Hawks, um, legend there. Third place, John Oates, Shelton Harriers Harriers there. M65, do we have anything on there? Let me see. In my defence, by the way, I know this sounds shambolic, but the results are not that well suited to doing this. M65 Alistair Walker,
0: wasn't it? I haven't got the results in front of me, but I think was it a separate it?
1: race? It's not in this race.
0: No, it's uh it was part of the women's race. Ah uh, of course yeah, it is. So, so it's call. a shorter distance of 6.4k, maybe.
1: Of course. Um, so I've got the yeah. women's up here, so I'll ah, you're right. And the M65 plus. So let me finish. You're right. Uh Alistair Walker M65 winner second M65 was uh Brian Ucker. Fraserburgh yeah. third Alex Chisholm and
0: yeah. then when we get into M70 I'll mention the, the fourth place in that was, uh, was Ian Tom who is a metro runner who I'm supporting uh, and the supporting. last, you know, between second third, oh, and third was like 15 seconds it was wow. you know, there wasn't much in that at all so it just shows the strength of the 65 year olds uh, plus wow. so yeah well done to, to those guys
1: M70, Tony Martin, Fife, for the win. Uh, Not the cyclist Tony Martin, I assume. Second place, M70, Ed Norton, uh, PH Racing. And third place, M70, was Malcolm Hammond, uh, also PH Racing. m seven. let me keep going here. Have we got an M75? I thought we had an M75 category. Surely we do. Surely we do. Yes, we do. M75, Robert Young, uh, Clyde, Clyde Bank, is it? C-L-Y-D-H? Anyway, Robert yeah. Young first, second uh, on the M75, Guelmo Hernandez, Dundee Hawks. Um, I'm going to keep going till I get to the results on all of them. M75 third place was Roddy Campbell, Cosmics, and I don't see an M80, so I'm going straight to M85. This is incredible.
2: Oh. M85, <laughs> <Isn't it>? Les <laughs>
1: Nickel, Metro Aberdeen for the win. M85 cross country, uh, un
0: unbelievable. It's amazing, uh, there's yeah. no
1: words that can that can well, uh,
0: say how cool that is. This this will be music to your ears, Tommy. But um, we, I am in the process of of going for of catching up with Les um, in person with a coffee just to get just have a chat about you know on. For, for TRS in very the very near future, um, so yeah, there there you go. Uh, we've, we've lined that one up. But yeah, yeah, Les is
1: like is such a nice guy. I Remember when I first took over as captain years ago of the club, and I sent an email to all the, the chaps saying, you know, I was pleased doing their own what I was, you know, what I was looking to do. And Les got back to me and was like, you know, said, you know, congrats, welcome, you know, have all good luck and all that. And not many people did actually, which was really. I was, really, you know, when you've got someone who's such a, a stalwart of the club, reaching out to you like that, that was hugely appreciated. So, so pleased to see just to see Les winning that. Um, not only because he's Metro Aberdeen, but because he's a a, a top bloke. And at 85, oh. I mean, that's
0: amazing. It's awesome. Absolutely it? amazing. It's funny that <clears throat> so he was chatting to to Fraser for the you know for the paper. And yeah. <laughs> so it was his birthday. It was his birthday on the day, uh, and. To, to quote to quote what he said uh it was a good day i enjoyed it. it was amazing how fast some of the runners were but i just started at the back and went at my own pace um and he wasn't last by the way no he wasn't you afterwards know. this is the best bit afterwards i just went home and and the rest of the day was fairly quiet my wife had some cake for me and i had a glass of whiskey and ginger ale i uh, like ginger ale Well deserved. <laughs> the final bit. i've taken it easy since the race i've been I've been to the gym and did some work in the treadmill and rowing machine. I also did a bit of leg work. I love it, absolutely amazing, absolutely. Well done, Les. Uh, so, so yeah, it's just uh, you know, I, I think um, I, you know, I'd love to be running uh, as as long as I can. I think it's, I think it's impressive to be able, even when you look at just to drive. Yeah, you look at everyone's different. You know, every every individual's different. They can for or they can't run for some. Shape reason or 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 not no reason but yeah I mean he, 86 and he's doing incredible Jeez, oh
1: so moving on to the women's results um it was so we'll start again W40 we're going right to these Michelle Sanderson for the win uh that is a club name I, we know Michelle what is SPRPH
0: SPR Scottish, Scottish Prison, Prison.
1: That's it, of course. Yeah, Scotland Prison Service and Yeah, so Michelle, some we know well, um the circuit for the win. Second place, W forty Carol Parsons, Dundee Hawks, third place Sarah Green, Gala Harriers, M sorry, I beg your pardon, W forty five, Leslie Bell, Garth Cube for the win. Second, W forty five, Adele Mooney, Ockel Run- runners, Ockle Hill runners, sorry, and third W forty five. Was Julie Menzies or Julie Mingus, PH Racing. W50, Janet Dunbar, Edinburgh AC, for the win. W52nd place was, sorry, these are not in a great result order. W52nd place, Ali Chong. And third place was Julie Wilson, Edinburgh AC. W55, Veronica Oldham, Aberdeen, local uh, Northeast legend, we know Veronique. Uh, for the win, W55 second, Susan Ridley, Edinburgh AC. Edinburgh AC a great turnout. Uh, third was Karen Dobby, also Edinburgh AC, Kel W60, Fiona Matheson, Falkirk Vicks. Fiona, of course, um, TRS Masters Athlete of the Year. Uh, yeah. We know her accolades, so that's great. Second place, Yvonne Crilly, Lothian Runners. Um, I'm going to have to juggle between pages here. W60, third place was Catherine. Scott of Garst Cube, W65. I'm transversing results page here. Margaret Martin, Fife AC, first place. Second place, Ennis Brace-Girdle, Fife. Um, and third, W65, Erica Christie, Canvas Lang. W70, where are we? First, Anne White, Gosh Cube. W75, and I believe that's it. So ah. maybe not. Wait, wait, no, no, no. I beg your pardon. Ann Doherty, W75 for the win. Forest, Forest Ann Forest, Forest, Forest one Forest of my, Hire, clubmates, so.
0: my old club Yeah, so I know like that, that was a
1: bit of a a bit of a, a results pour, But I think um, a, something like the Masters Championship, I think it's worth giving everyone who these. It's just amazing to go through the age categories, and it's. Uh, I know we joke about M35 us being yeah. over the hill, but to see such a such a depth across every age bracket is just amazing. Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I think, um, I think it is. It's definitely, definitely inspirational for, for anyone listening to this thinking, um, you know, my, my time is up, but the enjoyment that, that you get through athletics and cross country and running is just awesome. So, yeah, very good. So, good. next, what do wow. we have? Let's say. Uh, well, let, let's go on to some other notable results uh, in terms of international ones in fact no let's yeah let's go for the international ones so we had um, this weekend uh, Neil Gurley ran the third fastest time by a British uh, British runner in, in the 1500 metres indoors in Boston at the David Henry Invitational uh, with 335.32 which is pretty pretty amazing in that. Indoor event where Mm. everyone's you know hustling and bustling. Potentially the corners are tight. It's only 200 meters, I think, as well. So to run that times, he's obviously in dynamite shape too. Uh, And then our other 1500 meter Olympic medalist, bronze, uh, who took part in a shorter distance, 800 meters, got a PB 146.6, which indoors is another great run from him. Uh, That takes him to third in the all time list as well for. In Scotland, I think uh, Ailish Macoght also had a super run at the Super Sports Maiden Run in Dubai, where she ran fourteen forty eight, which is equaling her the the British best set by Paula Radcliffe. So, yeah, some pretty pretty amazing performances there uh, this weekend. And then, um, yeah, we had some local events, road running events, Tommy. We mm. do have to know. And it's only mid-February. The blast run in Valentine's 10K. Uh, and one Edinburgh performance in, in Edinburgh, I think. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Claire Bruce, she got a 25 second PB and first female 3525, which is a great, a great run from her. So well, well done. Coming seventh overall, I think. Uh, Natasha Phillips, Dundee Hawkville Harriers in second place, 3707, and third place going to Andrea Phillips. Uh, as well so the men's side Josh Dack Lothian Road Running Club uh, was second sorry in, in second place was Fergus Thompson who both finished in 33-41 I think it was a yeah it was a Josh who who, who got the the bigger chest there uh, Declan Murray took the third place in 34-39 and then the last road running result I was going to mention was uh, Darren Tom took a was- comfortable win and he also sported the Tar and Runners Shorts podcast, uh, the Tar and Run Shorts on as well. So he um there's another there's another uh string in our bow there. So
1: Kyle's failed to mention the results. So we're talking about the Kirk and Telek twelve and a half K road race, which was just last weekend. So yeah, Darren without a club I see, which is a... Uh, but uh
0: yeah, is great. I see- Met- I I know I know something that he was running for Metro. Uh,
1: I think he runs whenever I see pictures of him. He's in, he's not, he's in a. I mean, Darren, I'm, I think Darren listens or certainly his dad does. So
0: I think I see, his dad he does put his, put his name, uh, Metro. Aberdeen, Mero, we'll very good, off. very good. But that's <laughs> well, a yeah, Darren, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, And then Mulgrew Brian, and sorry, Brian Mulgrew, man. Um, <laughs> <Mulgrew really, Brian. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I've had two beers, eh? Give me a break. 10 seconds ahead of Andrew Kirk, uh, Kirk and Tillich Olympians. Female prize went to Alicia Payton, Cumbernauld Athletics Club, in 50-29. And second place in ultra rep was Lynn Allen, who's in the team for this year's ACP, 52-29. The bronze in the first over 50 went to Mary McCutcheon of Gifnick North in 53-59. So there you go, folks. That's it. Uh, there's a, an array of results. Um, so, well,
1: just one appetite. one one we've not talked about yet. Um, but uh, it's as as we talk about Darren and we move on to the short-sighted. So we also had a, uh, we had Mark Gallagher sporting sporting a pair of tartan running shorts and what we believe is the first uh, national medal in a pair of tartan running shorts. So Mark was competing at the the 4 g Studios. National Indoor Masters champs, and we and he medaled in the 800. Uh, in fact, I think he's the national. He's the champ V50 champion, 215.94 in a wow. pair of tartan running shorts. So well done, wow. Mark. That is. That. We're proving that the TRS shorts are supercharged and take to, to a national. Yeah, four percent faster and some. So really cool to see. Uh, to see him uh, sporting a pair there.
0: Long time wow. listen to the show. Well done, Mark. Yeah, that's that is A. So there you go. Um there's a couple of folk who have asked for the shorts Um I'll I'll get I'll get to it this week, I promise. Um and we'll we'll get those those sent over to you uh as soon as possible. So other than that, uh is there anything else we need to I think, think there can be only
1: about? one I think there's only one name for TRS run of the
0: week. Oh one name? Oh god. Should I know this? You should bloody well know this. <laughs> got a clue? Yeah, give me a clue. 85. 85. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, I thought you were thinking of my, my date of birth there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or M85 national 85. champion. That's Kyle Gregg, isn't it? For that for that bonky
1: session, his eyes, eyes lit up. He thought his park run a couple of weeks ago was going to get him. up. He edged out some local Yorkshire
0: guy. whilst he was a yeah. stag dude? <laughs> he
1: flied and died, mate.
0: No, tell you what, I was so hungover on the Saturday, but see, when you start, I started running, I felt fine. The hangover hangovers don't really affect me until before. I mean, you remember that time I stayed at your place? And yeah, you counted this story last week. I Oh, absolutely! So I'm a die. I like to. I, I'm, there's not much happening in my life, eh? so I like to.
1: Well, uh, anyway, we, what, so anyway. I think I think that's an easy. That's an That's we can be agreed
0: on that one for TRS Run of the Week. Well, well, there you go, Les Nichol. You are the TRS Runner of the Week. that a wee crap. I, I don't know if Les listens, but someone will, someone
1: will tell him. I'm sure we tag him yeah. on some social media stuff. So, what you got on this week, Kyle? What's happening? What's happening
0: this week? That's a good question. Well, I think there's another storm coming. Um, of course, this w- weekend. So that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, we 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 do have uh um I think Gary's coming. You know, and I've got a, Gary, you know the guy I went my st- stag, he wants he's wanting to do Ellen Park run uh, wow. this weekend. And he he's got actually he's got a bone to pick with you. He's kicking off because uh you we, <laughs> you were like Ah, oh, Gary, I kind of mind Gary. He was at the, uh, my stag dude. and Gary said he spoke to you at the Chicago Marathon.
2: He
1: did. I'm joking. Anyone, who, anyone, if anyone who knows knows that I'm I'm winding up. I, I know, of
0: course I remember Gary. He's upset. He was upset that you were joking then. Eh? No, no, I'm knows.
1: sorry. I'm sorry, Gary. And do you know what? Yeah. I hope you're a good stag And good luck for the wedding. When is Gary getting married?
0: He's getting married uh, the day before Debbie's birthday, so the nineteenth. Oh, right. 19th so you're of March. So uh, he's got it out of the he, system. He-
1: yeah. I hope you've got. I hope you've you've got a, You boys have got a pre-wedding run lined up. Oh
0: yeah. Well, he loves a park run. He's a massive park run geek, and it was interesting. You know that app you told us about. Uh,
1: oh yeah, running was, achievements. He was, listen-
0: he was listening to it, going, oh, this is old news for us, isn't it?" I bet it. I bet it's old news. I'm he loves that sort of stuff. So I downloaded it for the first time, uh, and uh, it's it's pretty poor show, really. I mean, half the ones that I've done, I haven't even. They don't show up because I forgot my barcode yeah Uh, but um but anyway uh he's might be coming up but i've got a big weekend of of doing a a marathon specific session that hopefully will complement my 100k uh in april so i'll be doing a a decent marathon pace run i've got no i don't really know what pace i'm going to start at but i'm probably going to go by effort in the first instance and just see where it takes me very good all dependent whether I'm outsider on the treadmill. I was.
1: That was my follow-up question. Is that going to be treadmill or around the effort track?
0: I'm hoping. I mean, the track. I mean, that's a man, that's many a lot, but they might have. To, I, I prefer to do it outside, um,
2: mm.
0: not just for my sanity, but uh, I just find you you get something like that. You should really be trying to do it as 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 similar to the conditions that that you can. Uh, especially mm. that I'm, I'm quite close to. We're getting closer and closer to the event, so. Yeah, we'll see what What about you? What's your plan? Uh
1: I think so. This weekend, not, I've got a session on a session on Friday. Uh, so it's Wednesday we record tonight. Uh, session Friday. I'm going for a, some more steady miles. I'm, I always enjoy doing that.
2: Uh, nice.
1: I might do a bit of part on tourism. I've uh the listeners who listened to before, and again, I'm sure this I would love to know what Gary's Nendy is. His, he must have his uh he must have uh, done all his local ones, but my nendi nearest event not yet done. Or not done yet sorry my nende is uh, Montsori which is about 8 9k from here so I'm coming oh. with running and doing it and then running yeah. back or Metro oh, there run it run back maybe oh. Metro or maybe run there run it coffee afterwards Metro back so that that's on Saturday and I'll do a session on i I'll just do it run an easy one on just to clock it and then on Sunday I've got a I'll be doing a, some kind of session I think I've got uh, lined up. So, um, yeah, so nothing huge. And then we've actually got a sequence of, uh, of quite busy weeks coming up. So I need to discuss with Kyle about availability because we've got visitors coming out of our ears over the next few weeks, parents and, and on both sides and, and aunties and uncles and folk visiting. So my availability is going to be limited, but we'll, we'll see what we can squeeze in. Well,
0: well interesting you say that. Uh, you, you might potentially have another visitor in three weeks' time. Three weeks time. Three weeks' time we've booked uh we've booked we've booked Disneyland. Have Disneyland you? Paris. Look at this. This is this is live. live I would say he doesn't even know I was gonna wait, but I, it just flowed into the well, conversation. At least, at least
1: I've just told at least I've just explained how busy I'm so when Carl says Are you <laughs> like I'm away, it's
0: not I'm not an obvious dodging image. No, do you know that you probably buggered off somewhere not even in Paris, you know that you you've well, probably planned it already? well
1: let's let's we can chat, we can catch let's up with that offline there, because it? we can see about uh Maybe because if you're looking for a fast park run or you're looking for someone to do some some just steady miles, bud belowing mate. That's uh that's oh, great. there you go. Great that's place it. to run. Just a little
0: Well, folks, uh we're gonna take this chat offline. Um, but it's been great to chat to y'all and uh yeah, I hope you guys have a good week and a good weekend, and you get the, the trials and miles in as well. So to help you with that, here's Ali McIver to finish us off. Enjoy.